Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the first episode of the SW Cowboys podcast. I'm so excited to get this going, and I hope y'all will enjoy it. Um, I've put quite a little bit of work into this, and I think it's going to be uh, I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. If you're listening on Spotify, go ahead and follow. Um, and if you're listening on Instagram, uh, if you want to leave a like or follow, you can do that as well. So this is our first podcast together, and I wanted to start it off with an idea I had that I think is pretty cool. Basically, my followers have given me some hot takes on the 2020 NFL Cowboys season. I want to start every episode off um, with a one, with one of those hot takes. So here's the first one. From Luke Folk, he says, Cheeto Bay Awuzie will finish as a top 10 cornerback in the league at the end of the 2020 season. And uh, I'm a big fan of Cheeto Bay Awuzie. always liked him. I could definitely see this happening. I could see him having a breakout year. But the guy I'm really excited for, Mr. Trayvon Diggs, rookie draft pick. If you guys saw that video of him, of CeeDee Lamb running a route on him and he stopped him, it was pretty pretty crazy. I'm really excited for Trayvon Diggs. I'm really excited for the season overall. Uh, comment down below if you guys agree. So let's go ahead and uh, hop on to the main topic of this episode. Let's start with the thing that's on every Cowboys fan mind right now. Uh, should we pursue Earl Thomas? Uh, now, let me remind you, this is recorded on Tuesday, August 26th. So if anything has happened since then, cut me some slack because uh, as of right now, Earl Thomas has not been uh, signed by the Cowboys or any other team. Anyways, I do believe that the Cowboys should go after Earl Thomas. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler that was a part of a Super Bowl-winning Seahawks team in the, uh, the 14-2 Ravens last year and was a key role in both of those teams. He might not be in his prime, but he is still a playmaker and can cause havoc on the field uh, and supposedly off the field as well. Thomas was cut by the Ravens after getting in a fight with his own teammate and some of his coaches. He was reported toxic by the Ravens, and they obviously didn't want him because they cut him. Uh, cut him. So now this requires some debate. Should the Cowboys take a risk by signing a player that has some off the field slash locker room problems, and he could maybe hurt the rest of the team's chemistry? Or should they leave him for another team to pick up? And uh, maybe that other team is one of those Super Bowl contenders just like us, and I believe we are a Super Bowl contender, and uh, they get a, a key role uh, that we could have we could have taken. I don't know. Uh, or should they... Uh, the reason, sorry, the reason I think we should pick him up is because I believe that he would fit in with the Cowboys. Here's why. In 2017, he told former coach Jason Garrett that he would love to be on the Cowboys and that we should come and get him. Um, when he left Seattle, he said Dallas was his preferred location. And earlier today, uh, remember I am recording this on Tuesday, August 26th, um, he gave Dallas, he, he has supposedly given Dallas first dibs on him in free agency. Uh, his words, not mine. I'm guessing that means that he's going to hold off all the other offers until the Cowboys either say, yeah, we want you. No, we don't want you. Um, I'm guessing that's what he means, but I, I didn't even know you could do dibs, but I guess so. I really do think he would fit with this team. Uh, yes, he does have some off-the-field issues, but I feel like a lot of players do, and they just don't get reported. Like, fights happen on 
in practice, on the field, all the time. Thomas was just, like, unlucky to be in the spotlight for it. I mean, uh, it was a little different because he did take a swing at him in the face and got in a fight with coaches. But at the same time, it's been uh, – worse things have happened. Um, at the worst, guys, at the, literally at the worst, Thomas joins the team, causes issues immediately, and uh, we just cut him. Like, I, I, I really don't see – why we wouldn't try to t- get him. I, I know it's going to cost some cap room, but like, I mean, I, I think it's well worth it. Uh, Cause this guy's, he's, he's really good. I think that if Jerry Jones goes for Thomas, it could make up for missing Jamal Adams. I'm not saying Thomas is anywhere near Jamal Adams, but I'm just saying it could sort of make up kind of uh, him plus Everson Griffin equals Jamal Adams, which I don't even know if that's true to be honest. Um, uh, and Jamal Adams is now on, Thomas's former team, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, in an interview Jerry Jones uh, had, I think that was earlier today or maybe yesterday. I think it was earlier today. Um, he addressed Earl, the Earl Thomas situation. Uh, he addressed Ian Rappaport, who was a reporter. Uh, he addressed that when Ian Rappaport said that the Cowboys would not pursue Thomas. Jerry Jones said he does not know what he's talking about. So uh, I think this could mean that we could pursue Thomas in the next couple of days. Let me know what you guys think on the comments on my Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at SWCowboys. All right, let's move on to the next topic. Um, so can the Cowboys get three 1,000-yard receivers this year? Let's let's get right into it, guys. Um, I think I think that I think we can. Do I think we will? I don't know. It's gonna be close, but I think I I. I th- I don't know. I can't really say that I think we will because it's just so rare for that to happen, but it's definitely a possibility. Um, our head coach here, here, let's lay out uh, the the ground things. All right. Last year, Amari Cooper got a thousand plus yards. Michael Gallup got a thousand plus yards. Randall Cobb didn't quite get there. I think he had 800 ish. Right. But that was with Jason Garrett. Now we have Mike McCarthy who is a uh, uh, pass-first offense type of coach, right? We have him on our team. We're going to be more of a passing team this year. And we replaced Randall Cobb with the best wide receiver in the NFL draft, in my opinion, C.D. Lamb. Um, and C.D. Lamb, we, we have no idea. C.D. Lamb could be better than Amari Cooper by the end of this year, or he could be – He could be. I, I really don't think he's going to be a bust, to be honest. Like, I don't think there's any way he's going to be a bust. I've seen videos of him – with Dak, he already has chemistry with them. Like, I don't know. I think we're just, we're going to, it's going to be crazy. Um, but yeah, we arguably have the best receiving core in the league with the addition of CeeDee Lamb, like I just said. Um, we have a quarterback that just came off a near 5,000 yard passing yard season. All right. Uh, who's extremely underrated uh, to the community in the NFL. Um, and like just, and, oh, I forgot to mention, we have Ezekiel Elliott, a top three running back in the league, um, that is hungry for a great season after all the hate he's been given uh, for no reason. I, I think our offense will be the best offense in the NFL. And I think our defense is mildly underrated as well. So, yeah. Let's get back to the wide receivers, though. Michael Gallup in my opinion, is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL, if not the most underrated wide receiver. Uh, he he put up 1,107 yards and six touchdowns on only 66 receptions last year. With the Cowboys having three receivers that could be starting on other teams, 
The cornerbacks we play really won't be able to guard Amari Cooper, Gallup, and Lamb easily. Like it's it's going to be a challenge for them not to get open. Um, now I don't know if Cooper will produce the same amount of yards he did last year. I honestly think Cooper might have a bit of a down season. I I want to be wrong. I don't I don't uh, I don't know. I just think Cooper could be a little bit off this year. I don't know. Uh, that injury that he had last year, he just never really recovered from it. I'm not saying he hasn't recovered from it yet. Maybe he maybe he pops off. Maybe he does amazing this year. But uh, I don't know. And also with the addition of CeeDee Lamb, the yards are going to be spread out more evenly because I think Dak and CeeDee Lamb are going to build really good chemistry together. And, uh, yeah, I also think that Zeke could have a good year receiving. Uh, out of the backfield, I think Mike McCarthy could probably do something with that. I could definitely see that happening. He had like 420 receiving yards last year, and uh, I could definitely see him improving up to like the 600, maybe even 700 range. Um, next up, uh, I think we should easily be able to get a thousand yards. I totally could be wrong, um, but I, I think we should. I, I seriously do believe that our three wide receivers could get a uh, thousand yards each. Um, so. Uh, watch C.D. Lamb, the rookie wide receiver, be the best receiver on this team by the end of the year. I, I, I believe that that could happen. Uh, watching this dude in college play and even in practice with the Cowboys, like I was saying, he already has chemistry with Dak. He's just balling out. Um, I think he's going to be special, guys. I really do. And honestly, Gallup. I Gallup is probably my favorite NFL player, Gallup or Zeke. Um, and honestly, I could see either of them just uh, Gallup. Gallup, I could literally see Gallup or C.D. Lamb both becoming two stud wide receivers in the NFL, two top ten wide receivers in the NFL, and Amari already is. Um, I think for my predictions, okay, so let's I'm going to do my receiving predictions now. Um, I think Gallup will lead the Cowboys with the yards. I do. Um, obviously, I might be a bit biased. He's my favorite player. I think Amari will get second in yards, and C.D. Lamb, just because it's his rookie year, I think he'll be lasting yards, but I could be totally wrong with that. Maybe he maybe he leads, um, but I could see him being anywhere from the low, the high nine hundreds, high eight hundreds, low one thousands, like anywhere around there uh, in yardage. And then I do think C.D. Lamb though will lead us with touchdowns. That's my prediction. He is going to be running the slot, and I don't know. I just really I I, I have a good feeling about C.D. Lamb. Amari in second again for touchdowns, and Gallup in last there. I think they, like, I'm saying in last, like, it's a bad thing. I think they're all going to have great stat lines. And I'm just really excited for this 2020 season. Our roster is stacked, guys. I mean, our roster was stacked last year, though, so but I'm just hoping we can perform. Uh, for the next and final topic, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite players, like I already mentioned, Ezekiel Elliott. And this is mainly just addressing all the hate he's been getting for no reason. Uh, this offseason, people have been giving Zeke a ridiculous amount of hate. Uh, people have been calling him washed, overrated, uh, just not good anymore. And I, I seriously don't get it. Zeke put up 1,300 yards, over 1,300 yards, and 12 touchdowns on the ground with 420 yards receiving and two touchdowns there as well. Zeke finished fourth in yards with less, rush- less rushes than Derrick Henry, who was the rushing leader. He finished fifth in touchdowns. Um, if it was any other, he finished fifth in touchdowns. 
here's what I'm trying to say. If it was any other player, any other running back in the NFL, they would have been like, oh, yeah, he had a great year. Like this year, Nick Chubb popped off. Um, people are like, oh, yeah, Nick Chubb, great running back. Uh, but since Zeke plays for the Cowboys, people are just going to hate on him. And it's ridiculous. Um, oh, and I forgot to mention, this was probably Zeke's worst year. Let me repeat that. This was probably Zeke's worst year in the NFL. His four years, he had he was fourth in yards and fifth in touchdowns, and this was his worst year. Isn't, I mean, I just think that's crazy. Uh, I firmly believe that Zeke is the second running back, second best running back in the NFL behind Christian McCaffrey, but I think he can prove he's the best, honestly. If he pops off this year, which I think he will, I think he's going to prove that he is the best running back in the NFL. Um, and all these people saying it's the O-line, it's the O-line, it's the O-line. It's it's not because Zeke is good even when he gets past the O-line. And, Z- and the reason why Zeke is best is he's best at turning something into nothing. Um, any people that watch the Cowboys games, like uh, I watch all of the Cowboys games with my dad. And when we're watching them, we see Zeke stuck two yards behind line of scrimmage. He's stuck back there. There's people coming. Our O-line didn't block. He turns it into a four-yard maybe three, four, five-yard game. And that might not be much, but it's crazy because he's just so good at turning something into nothing and saving a, a possession or even a drive, which uh, could lead to saving saving a game. That's why that's why Zeke's um, so good. And I, I think all this hate that he's been getting – it's he's gonna it's gonna fuel him. It's all just gonna lead up. It's pounding inside of him. He just wants to prove everyone wrong. He's gonna get an insane season. Um, so this was one of his responses that he said. He said, "Women lie, men lie, stats don't." And he's right. Stats don't lie. Stats stats seriously don't lie. I think he's gonna prove his haters wrong this year, and I'm really excited. I think that he could he could get 1,500 plus yards, 1,500 plus yards with. 15, 15 plus touchdowns too. I, I think he could easily get that, to be honest. Uh, I, I think he could get more yards than that too, maybe even like 1,700 plus, but that might be a stretch. I don't know. I, I, I have high hopes for him. Uh, to be honest, guys, I don't think you understand how excited I am for the 2020 season right now. I hope that we get to play a full one, and I hope the boys can bring home a ring. Uh, for the next episode, we will be going over how likely – it would be for us to win a Super Bowl and how likely it is for us to have a season and other news. Uh, see, these episodes are going to come out weekly, so uh, we'll probably see what happened with Earl Thomas by then. We'll probably there, there will probably be a whole new storyline because last week it was Everson Griffin. This week it's Earl Thomas. So two weeks ago it was Jamal. Well, maybe not two weeks, uh, a month ago-ish. But yeah, uh, I just want to thank you guys for 500 followers on Instagram. We're trying to hit 1K by the end of the year. I think we can easily do it because I started this account in like July and I'm already at 500. But uh, it's just a goal right now. Um, if you enjoyed this podcast, guys, please follow if you were listening on Spotify or Instagram and leave a like if you enjoyed on Instagram. Um, I'm going to try to upload podcasts weekly, like I said. Um, until then, uh, this has been Luke from SW Cowboys. Enjoy your day, and I'm out. Thank you.